the Barclays. This is our podcast about culture, politics, and Christianity. And we've been on a break. We have. We needed a break. I don't know about you all, but August is typically where you're like, yeah, I need to tune out for a little bit. Hit the beach. The heat's oppressive. Gotta be lazy and take a break. Basic. Well, it started because we were just destroyed by some cold oh, that yeah. Hudson brought home from daycare. daycare. Cold. Yeah. Uh, he had it a bit. Seemed pretty bad. Then I think I got it, and you got it the next day. Yeah, we were down for like ten solid days. Yeah, there was a weekend where all you could do is lay on the couch and keep Hudson alive, <laughs> watch Blippy. And then we went on vacation, which was really fun. Yep. Went to the beach with friends, Outer Banks. Taylor got some surfing in. Mm -hmm. Did a work trip to Colorado. And also, yeah, so I think we came off the cold and like all that stuff was coming up in August. And August, certainly here in the D.C. area, everyone is kind of just collectively over it (laughs) in the month. But this has been such a strange August. Normally, August is dead. And this August, unfortunately, just some hard things. Um what we're seeing in Afghanistan and uh, this hurricane that just hit Louisiana, Hurricane Ida. So it's true. Um, we, yeah, we've been really disheartened by that and, you know, mourning and sad with everyone else out there. Um, but this Delta week, variant rising. Yeah, Delta variant. It's sad stories coming out. Um, but this week we wanted to kind of ease back in and we figured... Mm-hmm like us you all are probably the the news cycle has been hard um so we're gonna make this episode actually a little bit lighter and we promise we'll get back to current affairs next week but this week we will probably afghanistan probably probably we're working on it but this week we'll do stinkers and thinkers the whole time a whole episode that's right (laughs) all the things that we were reading and watching while we mm-hmm. were on the couch this August. <laughs> <laughs> Dispatches from the couch. So we will go through a couple different categories of the stinkers and thinkers. Okay. You you organized this really well, I must say. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're fighting right now. I had a like a more just like, yeah, we're just going to talk about stuff outline and you you have categories so are we starting with one yeah okay which one first <laughs> um, <laughs> we'll talk about books books <laughs> which is funny because you're normally the more linear one of us and i'm more global but hmm. that's an aside the turns of table <laughs> <laughs> books <laughs> taylor what is your you want to do stinker or thinker first oh man uh i'll, I'll do stinker <laughs> stink it up so since the break, I read a few. I think it, the stinker was "Burn In" by P. W. Singer. <laughs> Old P. Dubs. P. Dubs and a co-author. You know, and I've actually met him. Uh, <laughs> I know. He's, if you're listening to this, uh, Peter, I'm sorry. Uh, he he's written two books. I've read. First one was Ghost Fleet, and this one is called Burn In. And it's an interesting idea that he has with these books. They're science fiction, but um, all around the premise of like achievable technology and mm. kind of like based in real worlds, like 
technologies that have been maybe experimentally deployed or in like a beta form or something Tesla like that. Tesla takes over the world. Sort of. So this was about the, the quote, real robot revolution and, you know, lady FBI agent with her like robot pal that, you know, the government's testing. Mm. And there's this other guy who the criminal had a tragic accident because of an automated train and is out to take vengeance and teach the world a lesson. And it kind of read like someone added narrative to a giant AI policy paper. Um, <laughs> like there were sites to like news articles and this and that. There was one part though where I just groaned because <laughs> it was like, you know, lady returns to her apartment. She liked coffee and she brewed coffee. And it was just like, that was a li- an actual sentence. She liked coffee <laughs> and it just wasn't, mm. uh, I, you know. How good, many stars do you give it? Probably like two and a half. Mm. Yeah, I mean, your first mistake was reading science fiction. No, 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 no. I'm reading it. Well, we'll get back to it. What's yours? Oh, thanks for asking. Oh, you're still here? It's just going to go. The new show, I'm the Barkley. I'm a Barkley. I'm a Barkley. <laughs> My stinker was um, a book that I was really excited for. I like pre-ordered it. I was waiting for it. Um, it was the book, The Life She Wished She Lived, a biography of Marjorie Kinnon Rawlings by Anne McCutcheon. Um, this there were a lot of names there. <laughs> Who lived the life? <laughs> Keep up. Okay. <laughs> Is this a marriage test in listening? <laughs> um, Marjorie. It's all about Marjorie Kinnon okay. Rawlings, the author <laughs> of The Yearling. And um, so if you're not familiar with who that is and don't have never read The Yearling, uh, you probably didn't grow up in the South. So it is a very famous book um, written in 1939, maybe, um, that was made into a movie with Gregory Peck. And it was based in Central Florida, which is my homeland. And she talks about something called cracker culture in uh, The Yearling and her other writings. She uh, was actually born and raised in Washington, D.C., in Brookland, the neighborhood in Northeast. And then when she got married, she was an author. She and her husband like bought this little cabin in the middle of nowhere, Florida. Hmm. And, you know, you might think, oh, how romantic and wonderful. Florida at that time was rather wild. Think Florida with no air conditioning. Yeah. The, you, uh, yeah. Full stop. You had to be like <laughs> hardy to move to Florida then. Um, and Or like a criminal or... <laughs> Yeah, no other choice. No other choice because no one will find you there, right? But she really brought fame and notoriety to this part of Florida, central Florida, um, kind of between Gainesville and Ocala, uh, where I grew up, and talked about cracker culture. So these are kind of um, Irish immigrants who settled there and Hmm. um, lived off the land and kind of tamed this wild land and 
painted this beautiful picture of how gorgeous the scenery was and she was kind of famous for emulating their drawl and and writing it really well her prose was really good and um she was kind of part of this uh famed American Southern authors group at the time. Um, so, you know, I you might ask, I'm talking about this like I really liked it. You, Why yeah. is this a stinker? I was going to ask. Her life is so interesting. The yearling, interesting. The book was just not written well. It was kind of just a dry accounting of like, a, then she did this and then this happened. Huh. And without, I feel like I like a biography where they get into what the like emotions are or a bigger narrative arc around their life story and this was very much just like a historical accounting of lots of minute details that I was like waiting for them to be explained why are you giving me this like minute detail of this letter she wrote to her mother or whatnot and didn't really like get into a big narrative so huh anyway I wish I liked it more bummer mm-hmm. uh thinker book thinker book was the book hearing god by dallas willard um i think i'd attempted this book in the past and then just couldn't um wasn't in the mindset to get through it it's really meaty um and i came to it from kind of a a feeling i had earlier this summer of um man god is speaking and i'm not always listening Hmm. and that to me is a really kind of scary existential dread of waking hmm. up 20 years from now being like, was I listening for God's voice? Ooh. How much did I miss? Huh. Um, is what really drew me to this book and how to think about it. Um, it's very good. It's um, very in-depth and lots of like practical things. So I, I highly recommend it for every, anyone else out there thinking, gosh, I want to hear God's voice, and I feel like I'm not really doing that. Hmm. So, Taylor, have you ever read Hearing God, or have you read Dallas Willard before? I have attempted to read Hearing God, just like you said, and I think I will soon after you read it. I'm reading a book right now about uh, called Preparing for Heaven about his death. Wow. And uh, written by Gary Black, obviously, because Willard died. But it's quite good. <laughs> it's about preparing for eternity. Hmm. That's important. the closest I've gotten. Yeah, it's good. My thinker book. Yeah, what's your thinker? Um, read some interesting ones. Man, it's tough to pick, tough to pick. Uh, I'll pick the Walter Isaacson Ben Franklin biography. Nice. A gift from you Aww. in a box set of Walter <laughs> Isaacson. I love a book box set. Yeah, I'm about to say, The Way to Your Heart is a box set. Yep. And this is the first one in it. And it had been on my to-read list probably since 2006. So I finally read it. Wow. Ben Franklin, I think underrated <laughs> uh, for, you know, quote, founding father. Is it because of his hairline? It's because of his hairline. <laughs> his, like, electri- electricity theories, uh, the political theories, the cultural influence and, like, writing, uh community formation in America hmm. uh, really wild guy kind of a terrible family man though like mm. left for multiple years in Europe and wasn't there when his wife died missed weddings for multiple children Wow um, how many children did he have uh, his first child died at four from smallpox mm. 
just remember that because it's awful. Wow. And then can't I think imagine. maybe one he had one illegitimate son who was older. Oh. Um, and then maybe two. By who? Others, Do tell. Uh, a I woman. <laughs> that you, nobody knows is that oh, man i forget the details oh. i know uh, but then there, was, there were multiple grandchildren who he would love more and like dote on and yeah but hmm. excellent book well written uh what's the next category the next category movies taylor what was your we'll start with thinkers this time thinker movie mm-hmm. oh man um Oh, man. I can go first. If you okay. Um, I d- just watched this recently on the recommendation of a good friend and podcast listener, uh, the movie Oslo, about the uh, Oslo peace talks uh, for the Israelis and Palestinians that happened behind closed doors. I didn't know this kind of whole story behind it. Um, so, yeah, it was really, really interesting. I'd never... Um, kind of heard the story and about this kind of couple behind the scenes who orchestrated it um, just out of the hmm. goodness of their hearts kind of. And um, yeah, I won't ruin what happens, even if you know what happens as a student of history. <laughs> you can't wait. Look it up. Spoiler alert. What year did it? Was it 70? 90s. 90s. Oh, gosh. See, I don't even. <laughs> you should watch the movie. Ta- I watched this one alone, actually. <laughs> Taylor was at a guy's night. <laughs> I can just like put you in a closet <laughs> yeah. with a laptop. Good luck. My thinker, man, I uh, <laughs> maybe what what did we even watch? We watched Shazam recently. Yeah, it was good. That was, it was it was someone like said it was like their top superhero movie. I don't know what to put right. it in that category. It was entertaining. It was different. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad in the same superhero genre. It was fine. Okay, that was my stinker. It was not <laughs> fine. It was so dumb. Gratuitous violence. The bad guy is this weird starfish with an eye in the middle. It was it was just bizarro. Like, no, no, no. I only watched it because I love you. But John Cena, who's like, what, the peacemaker? And he's like, he's his whole thing is to like achieve world peace. And he doesn't, it doesn't matter how many people he has to kill to get get to world peace. Well, it didn't. And, Idris Elba. It was a great cast. John Cena now because of. What? Didn't he like. What? Like bow to China. I don't know. Something oh, he like. Something about he was protecting. True. I forget. There was a Twitter Think about it. He was. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, in China's pocket. Anyway. Oh man, you're right. Where there's Pete Davidson. Okay, he was in it for like two minutes. <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was like fun-ish. Uh, no. I don't know what what other movies are. Maybe I just need to move on. I, I kind of like just blurted out a bunch of stuff. <laughs> all right, all right. If you don't remember, then maybe there wasn't one worthy of a thinker. Shows though. I've been watching. All right, on to shows. Oh, our next category. category. Okay. Yes. What was your thinker show? Thinker show. I've been. Oh man. I mean, uh, uh, probably The Expanse. I've been watching that. I've read. I'm all caught up on the novels. And what's it on? What's it streaming on? Oh, uh, it's like it's about space. Uh, <laughs> it's on Amazon. I think it was a sci-fi show, but then they. 
got rid of it, but then Amazon came in with their money and kept it going. And our regular listeners will know, will know I don't like space, so I'm not watching this with you. <laughs> That's true. And it's it's pretty. I like it. I, I I've been enjoying it. I've like had to sit down, and like maybe concentrate. Like, all right, I'm gonna watch it now. <laughs> I've enjoyed it. I'm on <laughs> halfway through season five. I think. I'll say whenever I walk in the room, the dialogue seems kind of lame. Okay, you know what? <laughs> you know what else? The dialogue is lame. <laughs> what? That whatever the gains of the show. What? <laughs> you could say a lot of things about them, but that Chip Gaines dialogue is lame. Nobody says that. All they say is babe. <laughs> okay, they do it's just overuse like babe. Babe, various inflections <laughs> and emphases on the word babe for 45 minutes. Well, and open open <laughs> this space up with shiplap, <laughs> babe. They're creating something, Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> My my thinker show was on HBO Max, and it was the show White Lotus. Um, my best friend from Florida came up and stayed with me while Taylor was at this work conference, and we binged the show during her visit. We watched all the episodes, and it was so good. The, like, kind of whodunit storyline underneath – the um the characters were just each so good um and the music the music really made it the score had this like jungly vibe and was, was really incredibly done to the storyline i feel like very few shows have that so hmm. all in all i can't wait for the next season hmm. stinker shows um turn really that made it into your stinker i think so oh i liked i like turn i mean we've been watching it for like last four years (laughs) it's kind of our one we like pick up in between because we forget about it yeah but it's not that we wouldn't have picked it up you know what the credit opening credit song is what really makes it a stinker (laughs) that is a stinker it's atrocious it's terrible don't listen like you have you know, Netflix has like the skip intro thing, which is a great invention, or skip credits button. It's like we have to bolt for the remote to, in within like five seconds, or else the lyrics start and it's. Ugh. Ugh. I shudder. Yeah, and it's it's the national guy Ugh. we learned with, uh, with Joy Williams. Yeah, yeah. It's like from the from Civil, Civil Wars. Wars, great singers, it's, but yeah, bizarre that they made such a terrible song. It's like they made in like weird alien people <laughs> versions of them. <laughs> Yes. Uh, terrible animation. But yeah, and it's just kind of like. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Looks a little cheap sometimes. Yeah, true. But the story's interesting, and I still I like the characters. But yeah, it is. It's definitely a little hokey. I mean, so they like, yeah, and it re- revealed preference. You know, we forget about it, and we've had the last episode <laughs> it's very to watch. Economists speak of you. <laughs> I saw a tweet today that was. Uh, revealed preferences at like a public health conference and it was a table of like fruit bowls that were untouched and then cookie platters that were empty. (laughs) (laughs) So that's why it's top of mind. Nice. Is it? (laughs) It's not nice. Tell me more about the... It's a pretty terrible story. (laughs) Tell me more about the memes you looked at while you were doom scrolling today. (laughs) That's what people are here for. All right, what's your stinker show? 
my sneakers <laughs> show. So we went on this uh, beach vacation with two other families of toddlers. And one of the nights we came across this when the kids went to bed, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we came across this show called The 100 Foot Wave. I think it was also on HBO. Yeah. Like about, high high production value, yeah, very it was like documentary, a, a well done documentary. So it was following this big wave pioneer, Garrett McNamara, who mm-hmm. was trying chasing the hundred foot wave, but he was old to begin, older for a surfer <laughs> to begin with. He was like forty for a surfer, it's old. Then by the end, he's like fifty something. <laughs> And he just is like, oh, dude, you got to give up. This is like getting to be really sad. He's like, I don't know, taking these life altering risks of like he could die and he's probably going to get hurt. But he wants he just has to get the weight. And then he gets hurt every time. And he gets hurt every time. But he's still like he ignores everyone's advice not to do it Uh and like leaves behind his wife and small children to do this. And... But the idea is that he sparked this big wave surfing phenomenon and um, which it was it was actually it was well done. We really enjoyed the documentary. Just he himself was very cringeworthy. Well, and it was fun watching with the friends because we just like razzed on it the whole time. <laughs> we watched like three episodes. Right. Just watching this guy go through his midlife crisis, basically. Yeah. Like what? Why? Yeah. So that so, was yeah. that was fun. We recommend group watching it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> with some seltzers. <laughs> <laughs> now, lastly, we're gonna finish off with music. Music, obviously, and like for a good reason is Thad Kopeck's. That's album. right. My brother, the famous Thad Kopeck, had a wonderful album drop on July thirtieth called called I Hold Out My Hands. It's very good. Go find it on Spotify and listen to the album. He's on tour right now with another band, but um, yeah, you guys should look him up. Top to bottom. His his, his music style has changed. I'd say mm-hmm. this is like one of the more accessible. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Of his, but in, and good and creative too at the same time with lots of guest appearances, vocalists. Yes. Um, it's an easy listen too. Good for... 10 a.m. Mm, listens. Mm-hmm. Hudson also loves it. He does. <laughs> Uncle Thad song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, any stinkers? Any stinkers? Uh, I'm going to jump on the bandwagon. Okay. Kanye's Donda opening <laughs> song. I don't get it. <laughs> uh, we've we, we listened to this, a lot of podcasts. Mm-hmm. The Mars Hill podcast. That's a thinker. That was really good. Yeah. Uh, from Christianity Today. What was it the rise and fall of Mars Hill? Yep. Talking about Mark Driscoll and the movement he started, and then how he mm-hmm. went off track and yeah. inside Christian baseball. Yeah. Particularly like Protestant evangelical inside baseball, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, influential pastor in the aughts. But yeah, well, well done. Um, kind of like it's like reflective history in the moment almost mm-hmm. like it's very recent history it's not you know hundreds of years ago or 50 years ago it's right and it kind of shaped 10 years ago it shaped our generation yeah of Christians yeah it's quite true a bit. like when we were in college it was very he was very popular yeah. and that movement was yep yep 
What should Christians think about this? <laughs> about consuming media. Consuming and, media. You know, I feel like I consumed a lot of media this last month. And um, I, I think a lot about the beauty. I, I'm not going to articulate it well, but the beauty of the creativity. God mm. is a creator. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, the evil satan is not a creator right can only Hmm. emulate what god creates um and is unable to create something out of nothing so Hmm. all the creativity the beauty the true beauty comes from god and um yeah i find that you know consuming arts um is a way to kind of ingest that yeah Oh, absolutely and I, I thought i guess it kind of dovetails with something i was thinking this month of just the abundance of mm. that beauty that you can find cheaply mm. these days mm-hmm. you know with the smartphone just like the amount of music like they're you know listening to like reggaeton to the beach boys <laughs> to acdc to any kind of mozart recording mm. for you know 10 bucks a month and then it's like the, not even the video counting the video it's like if there's just so much uh, joy and beauty to be had. Mm. And if, yeah, just like if you're bored, <laughs> do some digging. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't even have to dig. Turn, True. <laughs> turn the on button on. <laughs> Grateful for God, God's beauty and provision. Amen. Well, thank you all for tuning back in. Thanks to all of our fans who asked us, where are you this August? I mean, there's probably only like five of you, but we really appreciate (laughs) you. That made us feel really special. So (laughs) thanks for listening. And we are glad to be back.